This week on the Adventurer's Vault, Father Becker runs into a friend from his past. Like the shady type, almost like a greasy car salesman-like look to him. So like Father Becker without the robes. Exactly. <laughs> sir. <laughs> Please, sir. <laughs> what you're talking about. And the good father begins to backslide into his previous profession. But, uh, and the job is that we, uh, we got to bust into it. <clears throat> the job is we have to reconsecrate <laughs> an ancient... <laughs> Temple to Imran. Uh oh, he's slipping. The, but things don't go as planned as they run into a dangerous villain. You know, their seventh level seems lich is about appropriate, so yeah. Sure. Jake, are you glad you signed up for this? Good. Oh, uh, yeah, this is great. <laughs> your, your, your sacrifice will not be forgotten, my friend. And in a touching moment, the party reveals their true feelings for their benevolent judge. Well, Richard. Um, <laughs> Top 10 reasons why we hate Richard. But does the judge push too far? Guys, I quit. Thank you. Good night. This is the Adventurer's Vault. Follow our epic journeys and hear amazing tales. Join our heroes as they bravely face grave dangers and mysterious evils in distant and unknown lands. Be sure to visit our website, theadventurersvault.com. For episodes, links, and show notes. Music and sounds provided by Sirenscape. And now, it's time to open the Adventurer's Vault. Okay, welcome back, Vault Dwellers. Today, we're going to start Father Becker's Little Journey. I think that's what I'm going to title it. You can be. <laughs> is this a children's book? It is. <laughs> Father Becker <laughs> finds his way. I picture like a miniaturized kind of Father Becker, you know, with his little, little pals. We're going to go build a tree for it, guys. Yay. I found the cave. Let's go explore it. Actually, I see Father Becker shilling this on a street corner somewhere. Adorable like I, skeletons. I, I, wrote, I wrote a children's book about my adventures. The Baron, stain, the baron shit stain bears. <laughs> What? <laughs> that, was, that, that went dark. Was what is with the bear? Why is always the bears with you? I was gonna say they wake me out, man. Marriage bears. <laughs> Christ. And there's child murder too. <laughs> yeah, I talked to the people at Charmin. They were a no. No, no. Hard hard pass on that one, huh? Weird. I can't imagine. So their father Becker is you're you're standing there in Helmsworth watching your friends sail away on different ships. It's a gentle breeze, and, and that's when you notice that the, the town of Helmsworth is once again setting up decorations for a festival, this time to celebrate the opening of the Doors of Nogust. You know, for the first time in a very long time, dwarves, dwarves are everywhere, so they're very excited. Everyone's excited. Your friend Adrilla Redheart, she actually uh, decides to attend with a few other dwarves, so there's going to be a, um, a, a little chance for some celebration. Uh, Father Becker, interested in any of that? Father Brecker is already uh, drinking. Yeah, because I mean, if if they haven't set up the beer tent yet, I'm I'm already drinking uh, out of a flask, getting ready for them. It's to like they're the set, like they're bringing it in, and Father Becker's sitting there with a, a, a you know mug. They're not even ready to serve yet, but they're like, huh? Eh, 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 eh. You know, I'm the one sort of responsible for this <laughs> festival. The least you could do is pour a man a glass, for God's sakes. You know, not only is there beer there, but you are there uh, when some dwarves come carrying down with a cart uh, oh, a load boy. of McGinty's. Oh, McGinty's. Actual, actual <laughs> McGinty's you know dwarven whiskey. For the finer things in life. For <laughs> McGinty's. Mm. Yeah, I have some of that. 
All right. Um, so, you know, the, the it's kind of the same thing. The festival begins. Uh, everybody's very happy and excited to talk with the dwarves. I mean, the dwarves are a little skittish, uh, a little withdrawn, but some of them are there. And they're definitely not a lot of dwarves showed up. Just a few of the brave ones, uh, socially brave, that decide to come down and, and kind of check things out. But there are dwarves there. And one of them is uh, your friend Adrilla. So she does approach you at some point during the evening. Hey! Good to, good to see you. Uh, 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 how are you? <laughs> oh, good. You're in the right frame of mind. Wonderful. What does that mean? Um, <laughs> well, I'm afraid I must admit to some duplicity on my part. You know, when I referenced to you sticking around and helping us retrieve the Dwarven Battle Banner, well, I had an ulterior motive. The place I asked you to go is actually very dark and dangerous. Wait, what? <laughs> I, I thought it was just that you needed to open a door. Well, th that is true. Um, and and But like my father before me, uh, I feel yeah. that it's more than what it seems. You see, the location is actually an, an old dwarven outpost deep in the core. So it's, it's not like around the corner? Uh, well, it's down. And she kind of awkwardly points underneath. She was, it's, it's very, it's, it's very far down. Uh, oh, okay. I was sorry. thinking it'd be a, you know, just a uh, simple, quick thing, you know, say a prayer and the door opens and then you're done. But, um, well, you know, hopefully that's all it will be. But the, the, unfortunately the area is, um, well, it there, there's much darkness and, and unfortunately much evil there. We're, we're afraid oh. that, uh, you may run into trouble. Well, um, you know, uh, that would have been great to know before my friends left. I uh, would like to bring up. Well, uh, hopefully we can find you a few new companions. There, there. In fact, there, there may be a few among the dwarves who are willing to to help you out. Oh, okay. Um, there. Many are aware of the the plight of this area. Uh, recent up until recently, it was a forward outpost of the core. Um, that's where the ancient door is, but no, no one could ever open it. The door uh, was obviously of our own fashion, but what lies beyond the door uh, suspiciously left our collective memory. Even those who once guarded the door uh, often had to be reminded of the door's existence. It seems to, to slip from their mind uh, almost immediately. So it's, it sounds like it's in Sorcel. Yeah, it's as though some force were, were working actively to erase all knowledge of the place. It sounds like a pretty good defense. Well, I hope that, you know, maybe as the Avatar of Imran, you can open the door well i mean you know if it helps the cause uh, you know i i, I definitely want to want to do it but unfortunately however we were forced to abandon the outposts nearly a decade ago some sort of foul corruption began to to fill the area it crept the guards assigned there and we suffered several well incidents what's what's what sort of what sort of incidents well, many of them, uh, unfortunately, did some, some terrible things. They were never themselves again. It, it affected them mentally, uh, emotionally. Uh, it, it, it corrupted them in, in some way. Uh, even now, uh, many who wander too close to the area become afflicted with strange ailments. And even recently, there's been a mysterious plague emanating from the area. God damn. God. So what, what you're saying is it's just not like opening a door. <laughs> As I said, there was some duplicity on my part, but hopefully the some. avatar of Imran, um, this is this is something well within your abilities. I, I assure you, madam, this is going to be no trouble whatsoever. It shouldn't take more than three or four days before I'll be ready to go. 
well, um, you know, we could we could do that, but uh-huh. uh, maybe I, I didn't know if you could maybe start tomorrow. The, you mean the day after tonight? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Cause... maybe maybe a days of uh, recovery would, would rest rest would do you. How about we, we, we plan for the day after that? You know, you should use the evening uh, to, to look for some allies. I'm sure there are some stalwart folk here who would be more than happy to uh, happy to accompany you on an adventure such as this. So, you know, a day ago I was riding a dinosaur and fighting demons. And, <laughs> and then I have not slept much since then. Well, you, and, you should definitely rest. But but let's uh, not take too much time, if, if that's all right. Well, I, I you know, if... Emmerin's work never ceases, it appears. So, well, I, I'll leave you to your celebration, but but perhaps you can make some new friends here amongst this crowd and the celebration, oh. and and find some find some people who are willing to help you. Maybe some dwarven maiden warriors or something, you know? Sure, <laughs> I'm. So, well, uh, you know, it, you know, actually, Father Becker, I have some duties I should attend to, so fi- okay. official stuff. Um, oh, I'm in, empty here. It, Let me get something. <laughs> well, there's some so, McGinty's Dwarven Whiskey right oh, over there at the right. tent. You know, that's um, for the finer things in life. Yeah, you, it, it is. Indeed, you get some of that. And, oh, got to go. Look at the time. Uh, well, bye. Oh, just once. <laughs> just like to, uh, not be in pain. <laughs> Hang over. All right. All right. More whiskey. Uh, mm. So you, you head over and uh, try to fetch yourself a little, uh, little more drink. More, more, another um, glass as, of McGinty's, please. Oh, excuse as me. you're as you're walking over there, Sky is running up to you. Mm-hmm. Just runs in the back of you, spilling your drink. Nice. Oh no, that's oh, oh, my, oh, what's my, going on. My you know, he kind of looks. It looks behind you, and you see some people kind of, kind of working their way through crowds. They look pretty angry, and this guy is just hiding behind you. That's, I'm trying. Father, I'm, can you save me? But what? Do you need healing, my son? Uh, how about you just keep your big self right there? And he turns you just a little bit. What are you Kind of hides behind your back. You spilled my McGinty's. I'll buy you another one. I, uh, uh, let's go. Uh, I'll, I'll glance around <laughs> trying to figure out what's going on. And you see these guys. It is, they, they look like they're looking for somebody. They look pretty angry. They look like a rough type, you know. I'm immediately thinking I'm the one that's angry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. What did I do now? I, I don't really remember. You know, and they kind of look around and they kind of walk past. Yeah. What are those hey. guys? Thanks, those... Father. You know, you look familiar. Uh, I never forget a face. Well, I, I am the avatar of Emeryn. Maybe you've seen me as no, no, my no, 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 no. Lester. What? Who? Lester. <laughs> I, I know. Yes. What, what do you Do where? you remember? Yes. I don't know what you're Back talking. in. Oh, where was that? I can't remember. I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Oh, certainly. Me and you did that job together. Uh, that does not... What? <laughs> uh, that doesn't have you sound been familiar. Hit, have you been hitting the head? Um, many times, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yes. Over and over again. I can't believe that. What, it's, what, I, what, what kind of con are no. you on here? All no, these, like, priest my, robes. My, what are you talking about? My <laughs> name is Father... I'm Father Becker. I am the High Priest of Emerald. Oh, Father here. Becker. And he winks at you. <laughs> Is there something wrong with your eye, sir? I, I don't. So, recall. so what's what's the play? So, what do we what are we robbing today? I, uh, sir, I, <laughs> glancing around, I don't know what you're talking about. This is a festival to celebrate the opening of the Dwarven Fortress. I can't believe you can't remember that job we did together. 
What? I, I, I don't know what you mean. A, a job? I, that sounds duplicitous. <laughs> Glancing. Others. I, I think you have me mistaken for somebody else, sir. No, I never forget a face. I, I, you are I, so into this role. I what? can't believe how, I, how vested you are. I, this is you, great. You, know, you should keep your hey, voice down, first you should, of all. You, you, you should let me in on this. I need I needed some money. Um, You know those guys? Yeah, I kind of cheated at some dice back there. Yeah, well, that is. I could, I could, I could, I could use a little of your, uh, you know, special skills. That's dishonest, sir. And I, I can't. I don't know what you're referring to. And clearly, you have me mistaken with someone else. Now, if you would like to learn more about the faith of Imran, the sure. great uh, primal god of the earth, yeah, then we Let can. Me, we how can about talk. we go somewhere and confess? Let me buy you that McGinty's. Well, <laughs> well, actually, that is a good start, but. <laughs> Um, yes, but no, you, you, uh, thank you, thank you, this is kind of you to refill the drink, I, uh, oh look, I could use some more, but the point is, uh, no, I don't know you, I, I, there must be some mistake. Doug, what's your guy look like? So he's just like, a, just a standard straight human, wearing leather armor, has a big bag on his pocket, but he has like straps and buckles and just very much kind of looks, well, mm. like the shady type, kind of that, <laughs> almost like a greasy car salesman-like look to him. So like Father Becker without the robes. Exactly. <laughs> sir. <laughs> Please, sir. <laughs> what you're talking about. Oh, Scar's I the, got it. I am the high priest of Imran. <laughs> upon this world, I brought his essence back <laughs> from... I, 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 I don't know you, sir. I, I, it's kind of you to purchase the drink. I appreciate it. Um, but... Um, um, I, I, uh, I don't know. I, 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 you, clearly, so, you must be mistaken. So do we need to go somewhere talk, quiet so you can actually... Okay, uh, are, no, I, well, are you I'm, being I'm, watched or something? No, I'm, I've got something I need to do here. I, uh, rapidly, I feel I'm sober. Really? Up. This is terrible. I, what is it I, that you got to do? I, tom I have a mission. I have to go on tomorrow to uh, reopen a temple dedicated to the to the day. Oh. Yes. Well, if you would actually remember me... I, why are you raising your fingers in the air like that? That's... <laughs> I do have some special skills. Remember, I do have my key. Did you I'm able that to one? unlock <laughs> things. Are, are you hitting you on? Know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. No. Uh, well, actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me, give me just a. Moment. I could, I could use an analgesic right about now. Uh, do, do you? We're actually going to reopen an ancient. Dwarven temple in a highly dangerous area. And you see his eyes just kind of flash, and there's just like, there's like almost like dollar signs back behind his ear, eyes. He's like, can't imagine. Really? Can't imagine <laughs> dwarven, cha -ching, cha -ching. dwarven artifacts that we'll encounter along the way. Stuff hasn't been seen for centuries. It's uh, That sounds right up my alley. I am the person to help you out. You know, we th there are likely to be wards and traps and such. Perfect. Um, you know, I am a master of of those shady arts. Let's look I, at that. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking uh, about. Well, can we go somewhere private so we can actually I, talk? I, I, <laughs> Never go to find. a second location. Never go. <laughs> just, just hang out here, okay? I, I, I need to find others who can go, oh, my head hurts <laughs> tremendously. You need right. more whiskey. You know, uh, <laughs> yes, I, well, I, 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 uh, I assume you've got a, a strong will, as they say, because apparently this is also a place that messes with uh, the minds of those who um, who approach it, even. So I assume that you can you can be relied upon in case some sort of mental of affliction occurs to you that you're you're known for that 
sort of um, uh, fortitude. Sure. Mental fortitude. Absolutely. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Just have a seat, okay? And um, let me... I need an ale to wash down this whiskey, so I'm going to be right back. And I'm looking You're around. For Go look and make sure those guys have left. Um, so, like, kind of like you... The, 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 so the party's kind of, like, starting to like, uh, speed up. You know, people are having fun. But, like, you hear, like, above the crowd for a second, like, the sound of metal on stone is like a clink. Clink. Um, and then, like, before you see the figure, above the head of all these various dwarves and humans is the head of a rancer that is really long. And, like, kind of parting the crowd, like, you see, like, people start to look at what's going on, and then they actually start backing away. And cutting through the crowd is a, a dwarf woman. Um, but she is clad in, like, all baggy, loose black leathers and wearing a plague mask along with a plague doctor hat. And, like, hmm. she's just clink! And it's like, she's using it as, like, kind of a staff. And she's heading straight for the father. It's clink! I... I'm Clink. looking around like, how do I get out of this? <laughs> what is going on? Need an exit. Need an I exit. I was going to say, this, this party is really turning to... <laughs> like, maybe a couple people like, even do, like, like a warning sign, like, mm-hmm. um, and, like, so this, like, plague doctor lady uh, walks right up to the father's like, I understand that you're father, Becker. Uh, yes, madam. Yes, I, I, I am uh, Father Becker, uh, high priest of Emerin, uh, primal god of earth. Uh, my name is Maggie Cragshire. I I understand you're heading into the plague land. How, how did you know that, madam? Well, the world travels fast. Yeah. Um. I I am uh I've I've uh I've been tasked to go in there with you and maybe figure out what's going on. Plagues are something of a specialty of mine. I I can't I can't imagine that to be the case. Um. Given your accoutrement, do, do you uh you would say you've been tasked uh, a holy order of something or such or well let's just say i'm well suited to to be the one to go with you to help the problem uh i might have a, a personal reason or two to follow you head on and in but i it'd be my pleasure to accompany you M- maggie you said yes. maggie cragshire yeah maggie Cra- cragshire well um you know, I, I am looking for uh, stout companions who could uh, accompany me on this task. I was initially led to believe it was simply a matter of a, a stuck door, but apparently it is not. Um, plague lands, you say. Do you know anything about this place where we're going? Uh, that just that there's rumors of a, a plague that's been spreading from where you're headed. So uh, where where there's plague, that's where I go. By the way, that's that's quite the weapon you wield. Um, oh, old rendered, yeah. It's a, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my pap took it from a took it from a giant. Yes, I, I. It appears to be about two and a half times taller than you are. Yeah, it's just the uh, just the right size. Yeah, yes, it's that's a big <laughs> weapon. Um, well, uh, yeah, yes, you know, can I listen? I I I've been drinking McGinty's for the finer things in life, as you do. And and but I I need something now uh, non-alcoholic. So I was about to go get a beer. Do you need <laughs> something? Can I get you something? No, could I get you something? It yes. seems like you need a, a little something to take the edge off. That would be great. Do you have something? Because um, you, my, my head's on fire. You know, Rich, I can like use my nature roll to craft something <laughs> to help him. I think neutralized poison gets rid of alcohol. Because <laughs> <Like, laughs> alcohol is a poison. I mean, I mean I, sure. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna tempt that. Um, aspirin, so that, perhaps? That's or? like a 35. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, this is... This is uh, much better than a Bloody Mary. I, I call this BD powder. You just put it in water. <laughs> <laughs> it, it'll fizz up a bit. <laughs> oh, okay, something fizzy. Okay. Um, 
Sure, if this if you think this will help, I'll be happy to, oh, to try it. it it'll help. I need you at your finest. Uh, Some sort of fizzy lifting drink? Where where we're going down below, I'm going to need you to be sharp. Going down below? Uh, uh, yeah, the... Well, uh, I'll, I'll <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she pointed down. She said, it's very deep. <laughs> deep into this cavern. Are, are you going to be praying uh, on your knees? <laughs> apparently so. You know, don't worry, I know how to handle a long shaft. <laughs> yes, I noticed that. It's uh, at the pointy end, but okay, thank you. I'll I'll try the drink here. Oh, this is um, is that is that uh, is that cherry flavored? That's delightful. Uh, that's... Uh, something like that. Oh, okay. Hmm. I had to so. approximate it from bugs, but yeah, it's pretty close. Ah, uh, well, it could be worse. I could have a goblin smear and spit into my wounds. <laughs> trying to. Yeah, but, that that would be bad. And yeah. she's got, but like like she's got these goggles on all the mat. Like you can't see anything mm-hmm. of her facial features whatsoever. <laughs> well, it, it'll be a pleasure to work with you. I'll I'll see you when the expedition begins. Ah, oh, yes. Okay, I guess we're gonna start out oh, tomorrow, bright and early. Bright and early. Yeah. Uh, yes. Clink. Yeah. Clink. Oh, what a strange. Stra- how do I feel, by the way? Um, actually, a lot better. Oh, okay. Much, much, much better. Uh, you feel like if you went and got a little rest, you you might actually be prepared in the morning. I hate to do that because there's still drinking going on. You, you know, you look at it and there's a lot coming down. You maybe you'll, there'll be some festivities even you know a few days from now. Okay. Well. All right. Well. Uh, so I'm gonna look around. I mean, that seems about right. I just don't have the strength. Um, I guess I'll wander back to over where. Um, where uh, what was your character's name again? <laughs> Jake. Jake. Okay. I wander over and say, "All right, listen, Jake. <clears throat> uh, That's your name. <laughs> listen, what are you wearing, Jake? Jake. <laughs> 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 Never mind. I was gonna try to make that statement. <laughs> uh, so I glance at him and say, uh, "All right, listen, uh, you're hired for the adventure tomorrow. Okay? Right. Okay. So anyway, we- that Jake. Yeah, please, listen, I glance around. Would you stop that? All right. Uh, I look at him very intently in the eye and say, I don't know you. <laughs> All right. And my name is not Lester. Yeah. Yeah. You Father told me, Becker. Becker. Yeah, Father I heard Becker. Something. What? I heard something. About what? So, I don't know. Somebody was calling some clouds called Becker clouds. It's <laughs> a scientific phenomenon. That's. <laughs> It's a very well-respected theory. I'm sure the paper will be published any day now. So there's no reason why that would be a shameful thing. Uh, oh, well, that's not as near as exciting as I thought it would be. Yes, it's just a cloud of negative energy that kills things and then reanimates the dead. It's, it, it's, it, wow. beats, it beats a Roddy, trust me. I was going to say, <laughs> did we have a whole bit on that? Where yeah. it's always yeah. I pulled a Roddy. Oh, shit, those kids are yeah. dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's to get your neck snapped violently, I believe. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's the one. Wasn't there yeah, a hate yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a... <sighs> what was the hate No, we didn't do that. So oh. Sharing was the awkward sex. Yeah. Oh, like, right. The hate them was right. the one that nobody wanted to talk about. That's right. Where it's like, oh, no, that's bad. That's probably just disappointing <laughs> your father. Funny. All right, well, listen, um... Be here first thing in the morning, and we'll we'll we'll. Uh, I'm sure there'll be some sort of reward involved, and I, I, we could probably use an inside man uh, for not an inside man. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a con man. I'm using con man too. <clears throat> yes. So here, here, have a drink on me. Great. All right. All right. So, but did I overhear something about plague lands? Oh yeah, I mentioned that, didn't I? Uh, no. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's a location they call the Plague Lands. Uh, oh, uh, I, I, I might have been a bit into my cups earlier, so yeah, it shouldn't be a problem. Uh, that, 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 
that it's not named for a particular reason, is it? Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a. I mean, listen. I'm a little fuzzy on the details, but apparently, so, gosh, it's an ancient dwarven outpost that has mind affecting magic that I don't know may have somehow gone wrong or soured. I, I don't know exactly. Uh, it may have been overrun at some point. It may have turned people mad, and then they committed atrocious acts. And I think that there's supposed to be a plague spreading from it or something like that. So you could, you could almost see the conflict in his eyes. Is it worth your life? Is it worth your life? Yes, yes, yes it's worth my life. <laughs> but uh, and, and the job is that we uh, we got to bust into it. Ah, the job is we have to reconsecrate <laughs> the <ancient laughs> temple to Imran. Uh oh, he's slipping. The, the primal god of Earth. So, um, and, and, and this is necessary for the faithful. But Th this, this is unopened dwarven runes, right? Oh, from centuries ago. Awesome. <laughs> and then it fades to black. Uh, so, you know, you get a good night's rest. The next morning, uh, there's actually some dwarves show up to lead you in. Oh, good. So Father Becker and your new friend Jake. Uh, they lead you in back into Nogost, into the area that you're familiar with, and there Adrilla is there, and she offers to go ahead and and lead you down uh, to where you need to go. So you're actually led to a grand staircase. It's not far from the the main room there of Nogost that you you've been in before, but this is an area that you didn't get to see through one of the many doors. Um, and there's this, a very large, uh, very uh, you know wide staircase that just kind of spirals downwards. And you're led down and down. Uh, and this journey kind of gives you the idea of the scope of the impressive Dwarven kingdom. Uh, passing by level after level of curious dwarves, clustered to get a glimpse of the humans uh, they haven't seen in a very long time. Eventually, you, you pass by uh, what you consider to be the last of the kingdom, and yet the stairs descend lower and lower, climbing deep below the earth. To Father Becker, you find this descent oddly familiar. Does it uh, remind me of the one in, in the uh, in the city when we uh, went and found that when we went back in time the first time? Yes, under uh, Oakcrest. A little bit, yeah. yeah. I was trying They're to remember the name of the uh, kind of yeah. similar feeling where it just seems to go on forever. Uh, finally, after a few hours, you come to a large hall at the bottom. Here you see a massive construction, a solid wall built uh, to seal off a large passageway. Rows of defensive towers and parapets stand in silence, overlooking a vast darkness. Torchlight shows armored dwarves ready to defend the unseen. As in real armored dwarves? Like as yes. in it's, it's currently stationed? Yes, there, there's, there's quite a few. They all stand... You are deep underground, and this is a very large underground chamber of some sort. Uh, to the point where, it, you know, torches won't light the whole thing up. So very quickly the light fades... It fades off, and there is just row and row and rank after rank of defenses here, and dwarves standing there guarding it. There's there's several hundred that you can see guarding these defenses uh, right now. But you you're led you're led through them, and you're you're allowed to pass. May I ask uh, real quickly? Do they appear to be from a particular clan? Um, you know, I know we met some. Um, now, you you would find that they're uh, from different clans, mm -hmm. uh, but these are all soldiers standing, taking the turn, standing guard. And I, I might ask, um, so this is uh, continually manned, or is, has there been a recent threat that has required their presence? No, it's, these, these walls have been manned for centuries. It is our sworn duty to hold back the denizens of the core. I can see why Imran favors your people. You are, you are stout. You uh, you make your way to the front of what would be the defenses. You're the final 
uh, final point where the dwarven lands end, and there is just a vast emptiness in front of you. Uh, you and Jake are there, and standing there off the side waiting for you is Maggie Cragshire. Just like like before you even see her, like clink, mm-hmm. clink, and just walks out of the darkness, like not even any torchlight, just straight out of the darkness, mm-hmm. like, good morning. So Lester, I mean, uh, um, Father um, Lester, I mean, um, Becker. God, what is that? It is for praise Emerald. It is Becker, Father Becker. Becker, Becker, got it. Yes. Who is your friend, Father? Introduce me. Oh, um, Maggie Craigshear. It is my pleasure to introduce uh, Jake. And like, like the like, she just walks right up, and like her plague mask is looking up at you. Like, Jake, huh? Interesting. You look like you're maybe some, some, some sort of uh, maybe you're from like a state, or maybe from like a farm or something. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> well. It'll be good to have you. Uh, Jake is an expert in uh, locks and wards and such. Oh, good. We'll need a rogue. Uh, yeah. Yes, of course. Just the one. Do we all need masks? Or... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, for, I think I've forgotten mine. For your sake, I hope not. Clink. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm a little terrified right now. <laughs> well, she didn't mention anything last night about us needing special preparations against plague so I, I assume she would know what we need so we're probably fine and while you're standing there you know the, there's a number of dwarves behind you those are the ones that are stationed there you also notice <gasps> that like there's never a single dwarf when they're stationed they're always stationed in, in at least groups of four mm-hmm. um, so it's almost a lot to you and walking out of the shadows in front of you you see another dwarf uh, just kind of wandering up from uh, you know off in the distance and walk straight towards your group and you notice a couple of the doors that are with Adrilla, because she has guards. Uh, they kind of, they give each other kind of a weird glance. They don't seem to be too alarmed, but they also seem to give you that look like, oh, it's that guy. Huh. And walking up to you is... A greetings. I hear that you're going to be going down into the the uh, Darklands here. Uh, yes. I kind of glance over at the other dwarves as if to say... You know, is this cool that I'm we're ca- talking we're calling to this it guy? The, or? We're calling it the core, the core right? Core. Yeah. The, the core is its official name. You yeah. can have that, whatever you want to call it. Can't call it the Hunter Dark. No. You know, <laughs> no. Wait, no. I went, I went through many iterations of things, and I'm like, can't do that one. Nope. Are there it's a, a drow, beholder? I'm waiting to see guys in suits pop out <laughs> immediately from, from Watsi and go, nope, nope, can't do that. Um, yes. Uh, and may I ask, who are you? I am Father Becker. Uh, greetings. I am Callum Craigtrack. Callum Craigtrack? That's interesting. The Yes, and um, how can I be of assistance to you? Uh, my son, do you do you have something that Emerin um, can do for you? I am one of them that goes out into the darkness and is helping protect before any of these any of this evil makes its way to the wall. Hmm. So you're, um, are you a ranger of some type, or? Uh, no. Um, and what you see, he has, he's wearing scale mail. Mm-hmm. So, um, and he's got a great axe on his back, mm-hmm. a shield on his arm, and this hammer in his hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm, I'm not a ranger, but I know this I know the core better than anyone else. Hmm. 
Well, you know, we could could use a guide. Uh, we, we, um, I mean, uh, assuming you are a brave person and stout of heart and, and prepared to face the dangers of the plague lands, uh, uh, we could use another strong arm with our party. Uh, work cheaply. <laughs> it's free is generally the... What, 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 free? Right? But you said something about rewards. I, oh, did I? I was deep in the cups last night. I, I don't recall that. That's probably an error on your part. But go on, we were saying. Um, yes, I I do not need a reward. Good, good. I, I like you already. For me. I have traveled through the plague lands, as you call them, for, for many years. Mm. Well, some of the dwarves here may not think of me as highly as some of the others. Um, Why would that be? Well, I <clears throat> I'm one that will speak the truth. Oh. And there are some people that do not like to hear that. Well, I, as a person, by the way, who has always maintained that truth is the most important <laughs> thing in my life, I want you to know that I, I don't have any sort of problem with a person who calls it as it is. I, I feel that um, that uh, one should always be honest and forthwith. Uh, for, uh, you know. Mm. Uh, My character's just over here laughing his ass off. So I will let you know that Jesus. I have a calling, and it, feel, it seems like my calling is to help escort you mm. on your mission. The portents, great portents are at... Uh, happening in the world um hmm. called you say mm-hmm. interesting so like stepping over like clink clink maggie walks up to you and uh just wraps like the the haft of the rancer against your shield yeah all right that'll do <laughs> and just steps to the side yep very sturdy <laughs> i'm over here going I thought my last party was odd. <laughs> Bunch of freaks. Did you say something, Father? Uh, yes, I was muttering. I was praying to Imran that uh, to bless our journey today. So you guys get underway. Adrilla and her guards accompany you for some time. Uh, it actually takes a little while for the darkness of the the dwarven defenses behind you to be swallowed up. Um, but you were led down this very large tunnel for a long time. Uh, you reached uh, the first intersection. Uh, just as a patrol of dwarves emerge from one of the side tunnels. One of the dwarves approaches Adrilla. Uh, we approached as close as we dared. It's an evil place. Uh, here, um, Adrilla kind of turns to the, the four of you and says, I'm afraid this is where we must take our leave and your journey begins. Uh, we wish you uh, nothing but the best uh, and please return uh, when, when it's over and, and, and report in where, where we wait anxiously to hear from me, but I'm afraid uh, it's too dangerous for, for someone of my age to, to move forward. And with that, like, so the patrol, they accompany her and her guards head back towards towards the Nagos defenses and leave you alone in the darkness. May I ask a question? Do I assume we've had a, a conversation at some point where she would have given us, like, directions as far as our map or something to, to where the... Uh, temple or the entrance is supposed to column knows his way you do i do i know the way so my second question would be um, i'm assuming i and maybe maybe because of my condition last night i didn't specifically ask this but does she have any details that she was able to share about um how one might go about the actual process of opening the door like what sort of ritual or or act might be required in order to get into this place and recon and, and presumably bring it 
back to Holiness. She is one of the few people that is able to retain memory of the door. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, like, it, most dwarves don't remember it at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this area is just kind of avoided. Uh, so, and even she knows very little about it, but she feels certain there is a door there. Okay. Uh, as a matter of fact, one of the few other people who has any memory of uh, that area who's passed close and has retains any memory of it mm-hmm. is Column over here. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Uh, a, a final question, and, and you, you can roll that I may not have thought to ask this at the time, but does, it just, does the phenomenon of not remembering it appear just to be for dwarves or anyone? I mean, do they, I'm mean, I assuming a lot of humans aren't going traipsing about in the core. Yeah, she'd be unaware of anybody else. Because this was for a long time was a door of an outpost. And yeah, you right. do know that even when it was an outpost, people didn't remember the door. Mm-hmm. Right, right, yeah. So, okay. So, like, even before it became very evil in that area. Well, sounds like it's off to adventure. I think if we uh, have a quick drink, and then we'll be ready to go. I'm going to pass around the flask. Go. Good. All right. So, you... Uh, with, My with, character pulls out. You know, like a half keg out of his bag. <laughs> oh, that's a impressive. Like, like a bag holding. Put it back in the bag. Bag holding just for his booze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Cargo pants of holding. The dwarves respect it. Um, so column leads you through uh, a series of tunnels. Father Becker, uh, you might find yourself hopelessly lost, mm-hmm. uh, but sure. the foul air and the evil leads you on as well as any map. The path is eerily quiet and devoid of life. Uh, you walk a path no living creature dares tread. You eventually find yourself standing before a small dwarven outpost. Nothing seems abnormal, but the emptiness is unsettling and the darkness seems to grow thicker and thicker. Your light sources are waging a losing battle to pierce the spaces around you. The air is foul and oppressive. You feel your lungs working a little harder with each step. Again, the outpost is small, only a few small rooms with a a large door in the rear of the chamber. The door seems out of place. If you glance away for a moment, you feel the memory of the door already beginning to slip away from you. It takes no small amount of willpower to continue to consider the door. And that affects me too? It does. Like, mm-hmm. it's a weird phenomenon. You, you kind of look, or stop to look around the rest of the room, and you almost feel yourself forgetting the door, and you turn back around and say, oh, there's a door here. So maintaining my concentration on the door... Does it appear to like? Does it have a handle? Is it sealed? Are there are there runes or glyphs upon it? Could you describe it? Other than the fact that it's a door, it's it's hard to point out. You know it's a door, and it seems like a regular door, but it slips from your memory so fast you you can't hardly remember like the, all the details about the door. Huh. This is so the. I kind of crack my fingers. It's like all right. Well, there's no door I've never got through. Time to go to work. Wait, what was I doing? Oh, yeah, door. Walk towards the door. I'll go check it out. What door? Oh, and, wait, that, I'm sorry, that one. Okay. And even for you, Jake, like, you go up there to the door, and you're like, all right, let's grab, I think I need this tool, and you reach down to grab a thieves tool, and as you glance down, you look back up, and you have the moment you're like, I forgot what I was doing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really confused. <laughs> That's every day for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, and no, it is that moment, and uh, Jake, that happens to you several times. Like, you know, you're starting to go, oh, no, I'm trying to open the door here. Um, and then you look at it, and you're like, mm, maybe this isn't the right tool. And you look down, and you look back up, and you're like, what am I doing? Coming up behind you, you're like, clink, clink. Well, that's not distracting. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> trying to, what, uh, 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 opening, uh, yeah, opening this door. 
What door? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the door. Oh, the door. And then, like, 30 seconds later, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and Callum is just sitting back watching the all of this. 10 second Jake. What? So, interesting, Callum, you experienced this effect a little bit, mm-hmm. but nothing to the, the extent that they seem to. Um, you know, if you stop and look away for a moment, the memory will slowly start to fade, mm-hmm. but the, for them, it's almost it's almost at times instantaneous. Okay. For you, uh, it, it's a much slower fade. Mm-hmm. So, as they're having this conversation, there's several times you're like, the door's right there. Uh, it, the duh, the door's right there. Uh, but you notice this, this effect with them. Mm-hmm. It's obvious. Okay, okay, okay. There's there's a door here. Jake, keep stare, looking at the door. You have you have some sort of pick or something. I wouldn't be familiar with those things. I, I'm guessing you would call that a pick. Um, <laughs> that you would use in certain types of locks. But the point is, what wh- wh- what are you doing? You should opening the door. That's what I'm supposed to be well, here you, for. You should do it. Open it. All right. Well, let me the... find my skeleton key. Oh crap. <laughs> what? Uh, what was I doing? Oh oh yeah. If door, there's door. a door. So I do have a skeleton key that does help me open locks. Um, give me a willpower. Yeah, give me a will save. Yeah, that'd be a fifteen. So it takes you a moment, but uh, you stop and you're like, door, door. You know, you're 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 focusing on the door, trying to figure out what you need to open this door. Because you know, you're like, you know, this lock uses this pick, and this lock, you know, I need this, and you know, you're analyzing it from that standpoint. But every time it occurs to you, you're like, I don't remember what the lock looks like. And then you're like, look at the lock. Just focus on the lock. And you realize that you know this is a door, but you don't see a lock <laughs> or a handle. But the same thing, if you stop and concentrate, you're like, this is a door. I know this is a door. But how do I know this is a door? Well, I can start pulling out some of my my archaeology stuff. So I read aura, detect magic, and see if I can't get anything with that. So if you do it, you get that moment where you do it. I mean, it's obviously magical. And there's obviously, but the memory of it fades so quickly that, you know, you're like, okay. Why so did I cast that? Yeah, clearly this is actually, wait, what kind of, what did I, did I cast a spell? <laughs> um, it just fades like that fast. So you, you cast it, you, you know, it's magical. You know that much. Like there's a magical, wait, why did I, why did I cast this? Do I see, um, do I, uh, I'll concentrate on, on the door. Like I will stare mm-hmm. at it. And I'll even maybe go up and put my hand on it. Okay. And I'm lo- thinking, okay, I'm, I'm trying to determine. Does it, well, actually, let me ask you a question: Is this the door to the to the the fortress, or is it the door to the temple? This is a door to whatever lies beyond. So you're inside, the, and it's not really a fortress. Oh, like I said, think of it less as a. So a, it's a door. Is what you're yeah, saying? Yeah. This is a small door of an outpost, just I a couple it. of rooms. Apple, right. But there's this weird door. Okay. In the back of it, and it leads to wherever it is you think you need to go, or whether Adrilla thinks you need to go. Uh, summoning up my, my best concentration, I'll sort of say a prayer to Emmerin, saying, Oh, Emmerin, this place is dark and it has been forlorn for so long, but if if you can grant access, we will do our best to purge it of, of the evil that has infested this area. And uh, I'll just sort of reach out and, and also sort of plead, and, and if there's something I must do in order to open this seal... Please share that insight with me. You do that, and you feel something of a connection, but it, it seems kind of odd. And as you stop and you look at the door, uh, you realize that you don't need to open the door. It's been open the whole time. <laughs> well, Richard. Um, 
Top ten reasons why we I, hate Richard. I'll, I'll I'll push it open and try to walk in. No, I mean it's open. There's there's just a doorway. There's just a doorway uh, with complete darkness beyond it. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm oh. still trying to open it. I'll uh, I'll cast light. <laughs> the light stops like there's a wall in front of you. Ah, okay, great. It's complete darkness through the door. You can see nothing. So it's it's a it's a walk of faith. It, it's a leap of faith, if you will, step inside the darkness and see what happens. Seems about right. Mm-hmm. I turn around and say, well, I'm going to show my flex on him. <laughs> it's been open the whole time, you fools. Let's just step inside. <laughs> After and, you, father. Uh, I'll do it. I'll step inside the dark. I'm waiting for him to run into the wall. Thunk. And I close the imaginary door behind him. Oh, God. <laughs> She's like, well, my mission's complete. Tink. <laughs> Tink. Hail <She> Satan. <laughs> Praise our Lord Darkness. <laughs> So Father, Father Becker just steps in, huh? I do, yeah. All right. Um, you step in and give me a will save. No, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried about that. Well, will saves are for that. Should be good for you. Yeah, I do. No, oh, except when I roll it half and four. Um, I'm going to burn a... Um, yeah, let's try reroll. Well, you get to know if it's a success before you have to borrow, roll off. I assume an 18 doesn't do the trick. Um... No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't waste time. All right, I'm putting my die down. <laughs> you just gotta recite some poetry or something. Yeah, I, I, just something. I, there once was a girl from Nan. Uh, dude from <laughs> I don't know. Nantucket. Um, so you you step through, and as soon as you do, and you step through onto the other side, you find yourself in a room, and you see this. It's it's obviously a a, a constructed room. You know, there the the walls are lined with stone. This has been built. Um, it's dusty, it's old, it's ancient. There's a lot of scattered debris around the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this looks like an old ancient room. Like if you imagine like the old, an old temple or an old uh, crypt or tomb that's been sealed off for many, many years, this is what you expect it to look like. Okay. Uh, but you see that in front of you. If you turn around and look, you see nothing but darkness behind you. Okay. I'll call to them to see if the sound penetrates the darkness. Um, there's a room on the other side. It um, looks like an ancient tomb or chamber. Do we literally just see him walk through the door? Yep. Okay. Like he just disappears into this darkness. Looks like you weren't needed after all. <laughs> and Maggie walks through the darkness. Uh, and and give me a will save. 26. All right. Uh, so you step through. You're inside. You In here you see just fine. Um, I know the dwarves don't have much trouble seeing. The light seems to function fairly normally here. Mm. Although all of your, if you do have light sources, they seem to almost be fighting against darkness. You know, normally they just kind of slowly fade away. They seem to be struggling to work uh, and function. But you, you're in a room. Yes, it uh, looks like this hasn't been disturbed in some time. Well, I'm not going to be the last one left yep. alone Jake, in this room. I'm Jake, stepping through. go on in. All right. Uh, that would be a 29. 29. Nice. You step through the room. Uh, you see what they've seen and uh, the two of them. And then I'll follow. All right. Come on in. Yep. Uh, 27. Okay, at 27. Now, all four of you, uh, once you get in this room, you, you sense something of an overwhelming uh, just terror inside you. You're able to, to for the most part, kind of keep yourselves under control, but this is an unnerving place. It's unsettling. The, the stench in this area alone is just pretty phenomenal. And it's that kind of stench that's not only can you smell it, but you can see it in the air. There's almost particles floating around. And you know the, the there's actually like a smoke of some sort, and you can tell that this this fog, this smoke that's kind of permeating out, it is not good for you. Is is the stench? <clears throat> Damn it! That, I that, knew we needed a mask. 
I did. <laughs> is the stench that of death? You sense death and you sense poison. Oh, well, that's not good. But right now, it doesn't seem to have any particular effect on you. But, you know, you wonder, like, I I mean, don't know how long you could stay in here before it would. Wait, wait, wait. I got something for this. He goes into his little pack, starts digging around, pulls out a cloth, wraps it around his face. Screw you guys. <laughs> There's a dark taint to this place. Don't fucking do it, Rich. Don't. Don't. You, you fucking child. Could, could you just. <laughs> Maggie. <laughs> could you describe the taint? Uh, it's dark and smells bad. I know. It's, it's been hidden away a long time. It's been a long time since the taint has seen the light. And even then. <laughs> I think we're talking about different things. I'm not sure we are. Hmm. This doesn't seem healthy. Are we in danger here? Oh, most assuredly. You're in the core and there's plague about. How keep your wits about you. I'll, I'll do what I can to keep all of you healthy and hearty. But Let's scout around and see what we can do to try to um, find out what uh, what's afflicting this place and how we might be able to cure it. Maggie like kind of walks by and like elbows Jake like, Stay close, yeah. doorman. <laughs> and it was right about then that you guys hear this weird noise. You know if you're in like a, a tunnel or a chamber, you, you can kind of hear the air moving at times. It almost starts out like that, but then you realize it kind of blends into a voice. Yes. I start sneaking. Someone, <laughs> <laughs> Someone new. And over in the corner of the room, a figure stands up out of a pile of debris. And how about we roll initiative? Hmm... Is that good enough for me to use stealth for my... Yeah, that's good. I, I used your words. What did you roll on the dice? Just seven. Seven, eight, seven. All right. Sean, what'd you get in your dice roll? Nine. <laughs> seven, 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 eight, nine. All right. Nine. <laughs> nine. Great. Uh, I got a oh, 22. The America dice are failing me. Becker? Uh, 23 is going to be my total. All right, Jake? 22. Okay. I got a 19. And baddies. Uh, the bad guy is going to go on 29. Of course. Oh, look. Big surprise there. It begins. Doug, I'm, it's just the slow rotting zombies so move with see. incredible speed. Is that cool? All right. Or, so the baddies go first. Uh, the baddies going to go first. Now, he definitely does look undead. Hmm. So I'll, I'll give you guys that one for free. And he kind of just steps out into the room here. And you hear that whispery voice. Come to me, children. And uh, that's his turn. Well, well, well. Huh. Guy seems hostile, eh? Oh, absolutely. Well, he's actually holding a long spear. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's, his definition it's, of long is not quite right, is it's it? It's a battle of the pole arms and the taint. Where did, dun, 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 dun. Where did you find that, the baby's crib? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hmm. I got it from Harry Potter. There's <laughs> <laughs> a whole crooks it is. Yeah, because, you know, throwing the fucking baby out the window apparently doesn't work. I yeah. can't affect it with magic. Just gravity, bitch. <laughs> Lord Voldemort, let me try something. I bought this Glock 9. Mm. I've been meaning to try it out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have a whole thing on why he's the worst yeah. villain ever. Oh, there's lots of <laughs> movies where that happens. So. Mm. I mean, Ultron. Yeah. We'll, we'll just say that. 
Okay, Richard, I'm going to uh, cast Searing Light at him. Okay. Uh, Blazing Ray, Holy Energy, make an attack, and um, create spell attack. Okay, sorry. I was considering a couple of different options, but... All right, I don't have a fancy Kraken dice, but I do have a cool die that uh, Brad gave me with the D20. Let's let's see that yeah right here. That's what we want. Well, actually, not That's a solid. yeah, but it's a still good shot. Uh, 29 going to hit him. 29 yeah. hits. Okay, so he needs to make a... Um, uh, oh, yeah, it's just a... It's just a never mind, he doesn't get a save. <laughs> Give me one second here. Fuck your I, save. You know, in the middle of this, all, I, all I'm doing is staring at this dice and it just says fuck. Right, mm-hmm. right at me. Yeah, that's the one. And the yeah <laughs> is the other one. Okay, so um, it's going to take 10d6 of damage. Uh, five of that is fire, and five of it is holy. You want me to roll them separately? Um, roll the fire separately. Fire separately. Okay. Actually, you know what? Never mind. You don't have to roll it separately. Okay. Sorry. Because he's so immune. We, it doesn't matter. Well, the way uh, <laughs> we'll get there. Hang on. Sean, I've made a modification. My. Uh, my bad guys no longer take damage. Sorry, uh, well, <laughs> okay. it's, it's old school thinking. I don't actually need to know how much of it was fire. I just need to know that some of it was fire. Okay. So, so. I have altered the stats. Pray I don't alter them any further. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. Let's start the addition phase. This shouldn't take more than an hour to add these up. Well, that's a pretty shit-ass roll. There's three, three ones as part of that. So that's it. 20 points of lame-ass damage. There you go. Um, so you go to when I'm you fearless later. You straight for it. And by the way, do you do you do that from where you are? Uh, Is this you here? Presumably, I take. Let's say I say I take a uh, step. Uh, yeah, that's me. Okay. I, I can't find the other thing. So that's yeah. fine. So uh, you stay all the way in the back and you shoot the. And it oddly, seems a little more effective. Oh yeah. Yeah. The the fire seems he doesn't like it. Doesn't like the fire. Doesn't like the fire. Yeah, a little fire, yeah. scarecrow. Yeah, so I, f- I forgot the way weaknesses work. You don't. Actually, it doesn't matter how much fire damage you do. You just add yeah, their just weakness add to additional. it. So. I might um, also mention that um, if it uh, passes through an area of magical darkness, it attempts to counteract the darkness. And you do notice that like, that effect. Like he's far enough across the room, he's kind of hard to see. Um, but once again, as your as your fire shoots across there, you see it kind of struggling to beat back the darkness. Mm-hmm. But it works. Okay, great. Uh, in addition, I raise shield. All right, who's next? That would be Maggie. So uh, Maggie kind of like like steps to the side of the the paladin, like. Step aside for a sec there, friend. Um, and like slowly starts methodically moving forward. And as she does, she <coughs> starts to grow in size. Um, and like like what were really baggy clothes, as she grows to large size, are now tight on her. Um, and like her plague mask falls off. And uh, you see she's got kind of like an ebony skin for a dwarf, but half of her face is like twisted and warped, almost like like Jekyll and Hyde. And like if you've ever seen like kind of like a hill giant's face, almost like half of her face looks like a hill giant in a permanent sneer. She's like, "Let's see how you dance." So as Maggie strides forward, she finds herself struggling a little bit to make to will herself forward. This guy is just menacing. He's mm-hmm. scary. He's frightening. So give me a will save. As you enter into his uh, aura of despair. 25. Also, um, by the way, cool character. Um, so, Maggie, you make it about where you are, and you find yourself frozen. You're paralyzed for one round. Because the DC was 24, but then I raised it because I wanted to be higher. 
because I'm, I'm rich. I highlighted it over here. Um, so who goes after Maggie? Jake. Jake. That's what you signed up for, right, Jake? This is not exactly what I signed. This is not exactly what I signed up for. Well, I will try to move forward. Okay. Go ahead and give me your will save. Rogues are known for will saves, right? Oh yeah. Thirty-one. All right. Um, You are fine. Uh, You're not paralyzed. You are, however, frightened one. Anybody within 20 feet of the bad guy is frightened one. So it's just minus one to all, most rolls, I think. And um, it's quite a bit of stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Well, listen to the podcast. I should have brought my (laughs) condition cards. We we haven't dealt with that that much. You have 15 foot reach over there, Maggie. So theoretically, I should be able to do gang up then. Unless uh, Maggie's paralyzed, paralyzed so it doesn't work mm-hmm. for that. And she's acted this round, so well, I guess I'm just out of luck as far as that goes. I'll attempt to stab with the three for your. Uh that'd be a twenty-three. Twenty-three misses. And let's just go for it again. How about a twenty-one? No, miss twenty-one misses. Alright, who goes after oh, Jake? That would be me. Yeah, come and take this person because yeah, Pally, do Paladin thing. Oh, of course I am. <laughs> Give me your aura of whatever. Oh, uh, there's no aura. What? You get nothing like Check it. your sheet. I'm checking. <laughs> I am checking my sheet. There's no aura. Well, all right, guys, character on it. I mean, uh, this is going to take a couple hours. Everybody strap in. Yeah, hang strap on. on. We'll do this on air. Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> Richard puts on a little green visor and gets out a pencil. Go ahead and get to right. air for, that's 20 feet. So. Go ahead and give me your will save. Yep. Uh, I like it. 30. Yep, you're good. Um, you are frightened one, unless you have anything that reduces frightened. There is not, actually. Okay. I know some of those things exist mm-hmm. for that class. Yep, so I move up one, or I move up as an action. Second action, I am going to cast Smite Evil. Mm-hmm. And for my third action, I'm going to take my hammer and throw it at the creature. Put the hammer down. That's a 31 to hit. There we 31 go. hits. There we go. This isn't working out like I expected. I expected this paladin to be standing next to me. <laughs> the 14 damage. Okay, I mean, that seems to work normally. And after it hits it, all of a sudden you see the hammer back in his hand. Sweet. That's pretty, that's a, that's a nice trick. So is that your, oh. uh, that's your three? Yep. Um, smite evil, add an extra four good damage. Okay. Seems no. to work normal, nothing mm-hmm. extra. Okay, batty. Oh. All right, back at the top of the order to uh, my my bad guys. And, you know, when you look at them, you realize that it, it has straps of clothing and pieces of cloth. This isn't a skeleton, although it is very skeletal. Uh, you know, this seems more like this was mummified remains that have risen back up. So he uh, snarls at you and says, yes, come, my children, come to me. And then he... He starts to, almost like he's going to vomit. And then just, you see this cloud just emanate from its mouth and push across the room in a wave. And you realize that this is all negative energy. Hey, look, it's a Becker cloud. I was waiting for somebody (laughs) to point out. (laughs) So we're going to need some reflex saves. Everybody? From everybody. And not my my forte. I think I'll do a hero point on that one. That's much better. All right, what'd Father Becker get? 19. All right, you take 
34 damage. Well, that seems excessive. Uh, in case you're wondering, about half of that was poison, about half of that was negative energy. Okay. Jake, what'd you get? Well, I initially rolled a 1, so I'll hero point that to <laughs> 16 to make that a 33. A 33. All right, well, you will take half. Oh, we'll take none because of evasion. There you go. And what about column? I got a 19. You you got a 19? Mm-hmm. All right, so it's 34 damage. And uh, Maggie? I got a 26. Uh, 26, take 34 damage. Okay, and some of that is poison? Uh, yes. So you see that, like, she shakes some of that off. It's because of her taint. I have poison resistance. Treat. And then he'll take one swipe at uh, Jake over there, who seems to be pretty close. Oh, yeah. At least it wasn't a 20. Welcome to the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's a crit, because it's plus 30. <laughs> no, it's not plus 30. That, that, that does work out to be a 39, however. Uh, that would be a crit. <laughs> okay. Weird. Yeah. All right. So once again, I see we're at the point <laughs> hey, where... Come on. Just, yep. Save me, Redeemer. Save me. Like, well, I'm not a Redeemer. You, oh. you know their seventh level. Seems Lich is about appropriate, so yeah. Sure. Yeah. So when he gets hit... Actually, hold on. Let me double check that. Man, I love these, I love these, uh, these champion responses. Well, I think they both have to be within 15 feet. They normally do, at least as far as the other well, Redeemer. Uh, they they are. are within 15 yeah, feet. Yeah, they are. Okay. You're both within 15 mm-hmm. feet? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Do it, man. All right. So, when he gets hit, um, I call upon the power of the deities and throw my uh, hammer at him again. Okay. As a retributive strike. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, with so that, I still take damage. Great. You'll take damage. <laughs> but you were hoping for the Redeemer it's one. It's for a good damage. cause. <laughs> Your your sacrifice will not be forgotten, my friend. Oh my goodness! Uh, you do, you do, gain resistance nine. Oh well, that's helped. Oh, all well, right. Yeah. Uh, well, let's go ahead and do the damage on Jake. By <laughs> yep. the way, uh, that worked out to be forty-four. Okay. Uh, so you can take your nine off of that, thanks to your uh, your paladin friend over here. No, that was only like half my hit. That's only right twenty-one there. to hit, so it probably doesn't hit. Uh, twenty-one misses. Yep. So then, uh, yeah, you got my hand. Yeah, the, the the mummy just reaches over. And just skewers Jake, um, and as he as he does, he gives you the opportunity to make that strike, and the hammer just goes flying right by their head, right by Jake's head too. It was a little close to you, as well. But uh, and that's my that's actually, my turn. Jake, are you glad you signed up for this? Good. Oh uh, yeah, this is great. <laughs> this seems to be going well. Lester, mean up Becker. What did you get us into? <laughs> well, you turn around. I've left. <laughs> so, wait. I think yeah. I actually get a five foot step as well. Um, I mean, you can figure that if you do. Yes, well, yeah. I do. All right. Which is, yep. All right. Uh, who goes next? Uh, that was you, so Father Becker. All right. Um, Jake, you need a little bit of a heal there. You really are a priest? <laughs> <laughs> of course I'm a priest. I'm a priest of Imran. Of course I am. Would you, uh, Richard, could you move me up? Um, let's go, say, right next to the uh, mag. That seems good. And I'm going to give you, um, hmm, I feel about a third, I think about a third most. Maggie, I can't heal you anymore. I'm a strong independent woman. I'll heal myself just fine. Thank you. Great song. And uh, I dig it. Oh, no, I'm not healing you. I'm not, him. And now Rod Stewart is suing us as well. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> now Rod Stewart owns the part. Why, no. why, why are you guys so worried about it? Just, I mean, geez, it's, it's like every other episode. He'll just want to be on the podcast. It's Rod Stewart. He's not doing a whole lot. I mean, I'm okay with that. You know what? Is he still married? Is it was it Rachel Hunter? I don't. I don't he had, know. But he I had a supermodel when he was like 
ancient. And, uh, was he the one that said, well, you know, why do rock stars always marry supermodels? Because they we can. Because they can. Yeah. Uh, 38 points back. Oh, wow. I feel a lot better. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know anything about your backstory or possible relationship, but if you glance <laughs> over, you'll see me making arcane gestures <laughs> in the air. And I'm and just then like all worried. Glowing happens, and then all of a sudden you're healed. Hey, uh, Father Becker, you did make your way into the aura there, so give me that will save. Uh oh. You know, you were always good at your work, but damn. How about a 27? All right, you are okay, but you are frightened one because you're within the range. Okay. Done. I think I missed it by one. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Who goes after Father Becker? Maggie. Maggie! Will save? Um,. No, uh, let's see. Actually, it was just for one round, so you only got... Tell you what, I'll make you a deal. Um, since this is a little wonky, you got one move, then you became paralyzed for one round. How about you uh, just get two actions and we call it good? I'll take that deal. Uh, so she hefts her now even more giant-sized Ransor and just brings it, tries to swing it right down on his head. Um, are we still frightened one? Yep. Okay. As long as you're within 20 feet of them. Okay, so this is a plus 15. Ooh. How about a Ooh. 34? 30, yeah. 34 is a hit. All right. Uh, so I am raging. So this will be 2d10 plus 16. Maggie's got the roid wound. Um, damn, roll blow up six. Uh, 22 points of um, striking Rensor damage. It seems to function normally. Okay. So just bam. And brings it back around. Uh, we'll go for round two. This is only a plus 10. Uh, 27. 27 is a hit. All right. Uh, a little better. 9, 9 plus 16 is 25 points of damage. So just this giant red sword just bam. And again, bam. seems to work. Who goes next? Jake. Well, I didn't like that guy breathing on me or stabbing me or about anything else that he's done to me so far. <laughs> so I'm going to try to move around here and see if he does any kind of attacks of opportunity on me. Uh, indeed he does. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> he was a skilled fighter in life. And in death, he's more oh, skilled. Oh, oh. That one the right bill there. bill comes due. <laughs> yeah. Well, since now I have gang up and, well, actually, now I give you flat footed for as well. I will sort of, I'll start swinging away. Uh, what is oh, it's it? a 26. Oh. 26? Uh, not Actually, 25. because of the taking in the, uh, 26 is not taking the flat-footed into account? Oh, no, that does not. Okay. Uh, then that is a hit because of the flat-footed. All right. So, <laughs> actually, sneak attack damage works. Because technically, flat-footed drillers, they're AC yeah. by two. But yeah. so That's 11. 13 points. Okay. It seems to function normally. And then this other attack... Yeah, which will be a mess. All right, who is after Jake? Callum. Go for it. All right. So I'm going to take a step up, and I am going to attack with the hammer. This time, not throwing it. Oh, math is hard. Um, 34. Here we go. Aren't you a statistician? I, <laughs> I don't know how many times I have to say that. I sworn I thought you were a statistician. 34. Uh, as many times as you have to remind everybody you have dark vision. 34 is a hit. <laughs> Actually, I have super dark vision. <laughs> oh, so do I. Yeah. Weird dwarves. Nine. Nine. And the smite evil continues because he did not attack me. So that was 13 damage. Okay. Uh, and then I will raise my shield. Your fight is with me. 
Now, does he have is there it's anything not, specific? Nothing okay. specific. Okay. I'm just taunting well, I know him. I there, know those things exist. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm just taunting him. All right. Is that your turn? That's my turn. Back All to the top. Back to the top. Hmm. Actually, you know, he likes it. He looks over at Colum and realizes that you, mm, this holy warrior, you should not be here. I must send you away. You cannot succeed. <laughs> and uh, here comes the uh, here comes the old long spear at you for a thirty-one. Thirty-one hits. Ooh, low damage though. That is only fifteen damage. It's fifteen damage. As my reaction, that's your pencil, not mine. Um, as a reaction, I am going to attempt to knock the long spear out of his hand. Okay. Uh, straight up. Um, it's uh, when an enemy hits me with melee strike, I react with my shield to just knock it mm-hmm. out. Um, oh, is it a disarm? Yes, it is a disarm. Okay. There it is. Disarming block. So it's an athletics check, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I recently theory crafted a disarm character. Yeah. So. All right. So <laughs> athletics is a plus 17. 27. I don't think it's his athletics DC, correct? Right? I believe so. Before he was a lich, he was the quarterback for the NFL. Right. Super high athletics. <laughs> He's got a lot of money and a hot girlfriend. And all his DCs are really, really high. No, it's against their reflex DC. He, oh, reflex DC. Mm-hmm. He had himself mummified so he could continue to enjoy those benefits hold, for all of his life. Hold on, let me put, let me put my pitching on hold while he checks that new DC. Um, oh, okay. So 27s <laughs> versus reflex DC does hit. Just okay. barely, but it does make it. All right. So that uh, will... Success. So he just has the pluses, mm-hmm. right? I, yeah. I weaken the opponent's grasp on the item until that start of that creature's next turn. Attempts to disarm the opponent. Gain a plus two circumstance bonus and a minus two. Because I think it's the thing. It goes away at the beginning of his turn. It goes turn. at the beginning of his turn, yes. But he takes minus two circumstance penalties to attacks with the item or other checks requiring a firm grasp. So that was my reaction. Okay. Um, all right. I think that was only one of action so far. Yeah, I mean, well, that was just your reaction. Mm-hmm. So he actually, because I believe they can take an action to re-grip it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and make that go away. So he'll actually do that, and he he, he, he gives you the, that recoil moment where, mm-hmm. like, the hand comes back and they almost he almost shakes it off, and then he, he grins. There's that moment, though, where it makes him worried. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back at you with another okay. attack. That one, however, is only a 26. 26 will miss. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, pal- hey, look. Love hey, Paladins. <laughs> Love it. Uh, that, with high AC. That's yeah. his. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. That's his. Uh, that's his turn. Yeah. So we go to Father Becker. Um, Richard, uh, I'm going to uh, <clears throat> make it. Could you move me a little bit so that I've got a straight line to uh, to hit him without uh, going through somebody's square? So yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, fine. if you're cool with that. Yep. Uh, and we're gonna just um, we're gonna pop a cantrip, by a little disrupt undead action at him, which means I believe I have to make a. Spell attack roll. If I'm not well, you know what? Actually, let me double check. I think he makes a save. Is it a save? I, I, I I'm blanking out on that one. Let me. Uh, I'll have it called up in mere seconds. Uh, yeah, just fortitude save. Twenty nine. Yep, I'll do it. Um, yeah. So I guess he must attempt a basic fortitude save. Yeah. So, so I, I assume he takes half. half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's not going to be much. It's positive energy though. That matters. Yep, 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 yep. Here come wow. the ones again, folks. Uh, <laughs> if it's positive energy, then technically that would have been a 30. So he's that good against... Uh, uh, he has a plus one against positive energy. Interesting. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. 
I am so embarrassed by that by that attack roll. Let's just assume he takes no damage because <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, what thirty made the difference? No. Oh, uh, but I'm I'm just I'm filled with shame with these results. What did you get there? If he had failed and taken full damage, he would take seven. <laughs> so, so my right. two actions that I spent resulted in three fucking points of damage to this guy. Guys, I quit. Thank you. Good night. Okay. Podcast. Father Becker, mini arc is over. Happy oh, birthday Jesus to you. <laughs> I, think, I think for his birthday, he needs new dice. Yes. Well, uh, but, uh, Some new Kraken dice, maybe. I don't know, I don't know why I bother. <laughs> Who goes after maybe Father I Becker? Father Becker, uh, Maggie. Jesus Christ. So Maggie just like rears back. She's like, she's just, and doesn't have anything to say, really. Just trying to hit him with this ginormous fucking Ransor. Uh, 27. 27. And is hits. he? Yeah, that's okay. I was going to say. That 27 is the magical number. Oh, but then there's also wow. The okay. 34 points of Ooh, damage. That is oh, big wow. damage there. Big money, no whammies. Well, actually, I'd like to add a little something to that, Richard. I I, I forgot to add my spellcasting ability modifier, so it it took five total, not just. Three. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let me get that <laughs> in there. By the way, yeah, because I'm sure that'll make the goddamn difference. Uh, Maggie, you got more? Yes. Shit. Uh, so like, just bam, brings the whole big thing right back up, and uh, twenty-two probably doesn't. Do Twenty-two's it. a miss. Okay. Uh, and then like, ring back like um, um, on the backswing. Like, she, I don't know how to do this in story. <laughs> Doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, but she's going to cut herself with the Ransor. Okay. And make a uh, treat wounds check. Okay. With some risky surgery. <laughs> God, I love that. That's a great one. Uh, so I, I can, complicated character, but I'm going to use my nature in place of medicine. Get a plus 19 to this roll. So you naturally stab yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm good at it. All right, so I rolled above a one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I made the check. It is considered a critical now. <laughs> so I get 48 plus 10 minus, oh, sorry, 40, um, yeah, 48 plus 10 minus 1d8. Okay. <laughs> Are you cool with me just rolling 3d8 plus 10 just, yeah, to just speed things up? Okay. <laughs> roll your thing. Right. Um, and I believe Jake goes next. Yep. All right. Well, let's just start swinging here. Twenty-nine points of healing. So yes. your your goal is to exceed five points of damage to the creature. <laughs> I could probably do that. Maybe. Uh, that's only a twenty-four, though. That's a miss. Well, I guess if you hit nothing. Um, that's a twenty-three. Also a miss. And then I'm just gonna quit. <laughs> Are we all going to rage quit I mean, for the father we might, we might as well. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We only got one well, episode out of it. Pure silence for the episode. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I'm not a threat. I think I can just stand there. I'll just go ahead and swing for the fences. And, you know, nine. All right. Uh, after Jake is... So we'll start with the uh, hammer. That's a 27. 27 is a hit. There we go. Yeah. Pour it on. Come on. Uh, 12 points of damage. All right, so you you hit him. Okay. That is this the hammer. This is the hammer. So like you know the hammer, you you just go to bury it right, and you know, you're gonna hit him with that flat of the hammer, knock him back. You know you're going for that very powerful blow. Mm-hmm. But when your hammer hits, it almost goes through a little too easily, as you do the last few hit points of damage to this creature. Normally these things kind of you expect them to crumble to dust. Mm-hmm. That's not what happens. Hmm. This is like you just jammed a pair of scissors into a balloon. <laughs> and the entire creature wow. just explodes into the room. 
So everybody give me those reflex saves again. <laughs> Let the plague dust fly. Oh, look at that. That is a nat 20 on that there we save. Go. Nice. So um, I'm good. guessing that's a critical good success. Good time. That's only a 14 for me. All right. So what'd you get, Father Becker? Uh, it's a nat 20 with a 33 total. Uh, 33 total. Uh, so yeah, you're success, good. Critical success. Yeah, you got a critical success there. Hey, good shot. Nice. So I'm actually I suck in that and just go. <sighs> smells like victory. He's used to the Becker clouds. <laughs> Jake, what'd you get? I produce a Becker cloud. Well, I just got one less than Father Becker over there, but I only rolled 15 to get that. Yeah. <laughs> you should roll better. 32. Um, a 32 is a success. It wouldn't be a crit success. But I have evasion. But you have evasion. Um, so column 14. <laughs> right to the face. Yep. Um, is it a crit fail? That is a crit fail, actually. <laughs> um, so the damage wow. is 38. Okay. Without the doubling yep. for the crit. So, ouch, that's 74. That's 74. Oh, oh shit. W way, way to tank it. As you see the yep. paladin just get hurled to the ground by this damage. Take it straight to the chest. You don't have to share the damage you evaded. Fuck. <laughs> Um, I think hey, that actually puts me at zero. What about Maggie? Over 25. Oh, uh, 25 is a failure. So you okay. take the full 38. Okay. Well, it's better than 94 or whatever. So half of you are like, that was nothing. The other half of you was, oh shit, we're all going to die. My life is over. I am now unconscious. So there is the moment there where two of them, so Father Becker and Jake are like, haha, yes, we beat them. You look over and you see the paladin is down on the ground dying. And Maggie looks pretty, pretty rough. Uh, so maybe this one is. No, I don't. Maybe well. <laughs> she she looks like she took a good whacking. Well, and, uh, all right. Uh, you guys are uh, zippity doo dah, zippity. -a. So you finished your first combat, and you don't know what's in store for you. But we are going to figure that out on the next episode of the Adventures Vault Podcast. Probably some bullshit. Yeah. Oh, there always is. Sounds like it. Mm -hmm. <laughs>